Hello and welcome to the Tools in the Shed podcast. We're powered by Cars Guide. I'm James. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm Richard. James is, uh, well, look, truth be told, James is away today. Uh, I'm hosting. In he's all in a, honesty. Yeah, in all honesty. <laughs> not in the he's studio. In a, yeah, I don't want is to... he still in a Thai prison? No, not, not this time. This time, James is competing on a world stage at the Jazz Pilates Championships. Oh, nice. nice. Now, you probably don't know this to your listeners. We do. James is a very flexible man. He's working very hard after hours, Mal, hasn't been doing this during work hours, after hours on his jazz Pilates. I thought I'd noticed a spring in his step. <laughs> spring in, yeah, absolutely. And a tear in his trousers. Absolutely. Look, this could be... And a tear this, in his eye. He's got, all jokes aside, this could be a big chance to bring home gold. Ukraine's in the way and Moldova. Uh, I heard Mongolia's so, got a pretty good team this year. Very much do. Jazz very Pilates is do. nothing to joke about. It so. is nothing to joke about. Actually, truth be told, truth, he's driving Volkswagens, the Volkswagen Touareg. So, uh, look, I've actually driven it already, so I win. Um, <laughs> uh, but we'll be hearing probably all about that in the coming weeks when James comes back to host. But with me... Hopefully we, next week. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> next week. He's back next week. Um, with me, we have got our esteemed editor of Cars Guide, Malcolm Flynn. Good morning, all. Good morning, Mal. Good podcast. Or, or good good afternoon or good night or wherever you're watching this, whenever you're watching whenever. this. Yeah, it's mm. the world Or listening to this. It's mm. the worldwide web, isn't it? It's everywhere. Right. It's everywhere. Mal's going to be talking about Wrangler, Jeep Wrangler again, uh, that <coughs> one star ANCAP rating which has just come out. You just blew my cover. Well, I, I, <laughs> well I, I was going to say that you've got a bit of a take on it, a separate, a different take to maybe ANCAP. Cool. Um, <laughs> and we've also got... The wonderful Marcus Crafty Craft with us. Hello. Apart from being probably attaining the highest level in uh, ninjutsu, you're our adventure off-road expert as well. Welcome, Crafty. That's correct. Um, good morning. The editor, good to be to be fair and clear. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go easy on the expert, mate. I'm only, <laughs> I'm, I'm only a, a mauve sash. Oh, okay. In forward drive. What's the top level? Brown. Brown sash. Mud color. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sandstain. Or That's right. Sure yeah. what it would be. Sandstain or sensei? <laughs> sensei. Yeah. Right. Talking, talking of senseis and sandstones, you've just come back from a three ute comparison. That's correct. I think we've had the Ranger, Triton and Hilux together. That's correct. Uh, you're yeah. going to be talking all about that. That's just gone up on our website. But first of all, we have some feedback, believe it or not. Uh, now, how this works is we you can leave a comment on our YouTube page or, or you can write to comments at carsguide.com.au um, and we'll read it back. We'll even read the rude ones back. Like we got a ridiculous <laughs> rude one, actually. It's not really rude. It's oh. just somebody saying to us, and his name is Roto Ihu. I, 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 I think I don't, we've had Roto Ihu. R- Roto Ihu? Call in before. Has, have we? Well, he's come, yeah. in, he's come back and he said RE RAV4. Now, for those of you... Is that a model of RAV4? <laughs> Never heard of it. So for those those of you that were listening last week, uh, you Mm. might remember that, um, was it Matt Campbell that went on the RAV4, Toyota RAV4 launch? Yep. Uh, We were talking about the specs, what it was like, what it was like to drive. And Roto Ihu has said, hey guys, right, I know that you mentioned that overseas in the US they get a panoramic roof and they get drive modes in their top adventure spec. Uh, And and, and when you're wondering why Australia didn't have it, you said uh, maybe the UK had it. And I'll read out exactly what he says. He says, not sure why you jumped to looking at the UK when you have a right-hand drive market much closer to hand in New Zealand. Comparing the edge in New Zealand equivalent mode Equivalent model, drive modes, check. Panoramic sunroof, check. Core the adventure, like the rest of the world, check. Because a middle finger to Ford isn't a key priority, check. Cheaper at 45k drive away, check. Summary, now... 
this is this is where he gets rude or ruder. <laughs> he says, "Summary: You would appear be, you appear to be getting screwed in Oz." Now, well, okay. I don't think it's you know. I, I just welcome the feedback. Really, I welcome the feedback too. I'm Good glad to him. see that uh, NZ gets a specific spec. How yeah, good is that? Yeah. It happens yeah. every now and again, but yeah. uh, look, yeah. you know, we just assume that uh, it might be a a right-hand, left-hand drive thing last mm. week um, mm. based on the initial comment. Um, but there you go. NZ gets their own. And we still don't know about the UK. We should check that. We, we should. We, we will we check. Should. We absolutely will check that. And yeah, but how, sorry, how good would a panoramic sunroof be in New Zealand, though? I mean, you can pop your head out and have a look at all that scenery. Oh, that is awesome the, most, it's the most panoramic awesome place I've ever or, been to. Or look at the sky. Or just look at the sky, Big yes. Sky there. Because <laughs> that would be legal. Look up at the glaciers. <laughs> now, let's <laughs> look right. at this guy. Thank you. Thank there. you for the comment. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't take it. Good on your roto, I, if I, that's your real name. I appreciate the detail. Yeah. I do too. Absolutely. Now, Hammer Rocks, hey, Hammer. one of our most commented commenters, uh, has come back to us this week, uh, and he has said. Tesla's production line is highly inefficient. Their factory is bleeding money everywhere. Elon Musk really needs to hire a group of execs and managers that know how to run a car company and manage a car production line. Then for him to step back and stop meddling in the day-to-day operations, as it will all be... as it will all be harder times ahead for Tesla once their other mainstream car companies finally release their e-cars. Brands such as Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Audi and Jaguar seem set to offer just as cool or even cooler electric cars. He says, I'm particularly looking forward to seeing Porsche's Mission E sedan. Even Honda with its quirky and uber-charismatic Honda e Looks set to be a smash hit. Mal, are you sure you're not Hammer Rocks? This is written by somebody who really knows their stuff. Look, Hammer, yeah. I like your stuff. The one thing, um, and he finishes off with, the one thing <clears> that <throat> could be Tesla's saving grace is the lithium-iron production side of their gigabit battery. Now, Mal, what do you... Look, I'm not Hammer Rocks, and <laughs> I don't think any of us in this room uh, profess to knowing how to run Tesla. No. But uh, Hammer's solution seems like uh, one that makes some sense. Seems workable to me. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Musk should just stop sleeping on the couch is he still doing that at the factory he's or whatever apparently set up a tent and he's making sure everybody is pulling their pulling their weight he's got himself an electric swag so he's got a tent in the tent yeah wow. inside the tent a tent in a tent wow. that's right that's how that's how determined he is to make sure they get the model three the, out the other tent being the production facility yeah, that's yeah. it the yeah. temporary production yeah. facility that's it mm-hmm. look yeah and you know mm. it's clear that there's some really exciting evs around the corner and just Arriving now. Oh, they're coming at a fair clip, aren't they? Yes, yeah. it's, it's an exciting time. You know, the Ionic, which only arrived in Australia earlier this year, we're about mm. to get a facelift of it already. So yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. The, the rate of yeah. the pace is uh, awesome. Yeah, things is, are happening at pace. Yep. Is this electric wave going to swamp Tesla? Like, is this it for Tesla? Have they missed the? I mean, they've start they've it, started the boat, but are they going to miss the the, the wave? It you know seems I mean? so, but uh, I think. They're, uh, what's going to buy them some time is their charging network yeah. that no one else can use. Mm. Uh, it's pretty damn extensive. Uh, and the everyone else seems to be relying on third-party supplies, which is catching up pretty quickly, but they're, they're not Tesla-level yeah. convenience. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't think there's a definite answer we can give, but uh, it's exciting to watch. That's Absolutely. Right. We right. can say good on you, Hammer. Keep good it on you, Hammer, yeah. Thank you, Hammer. And keep hammering. Keep us honest. Mm. That's true. That's true. And finally, a comment from NIA Toolkit. 
Uh, simply, must watch is a must watch. Hey. So I think we've got a YouTube viewer. This is obviously YouTube. This comment. is these are YouTube, YouTube comments. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You can see them behind us. Yeah, must watch is a must watch, and actually, it is a must watch uh, this this week. Uh, I've got some really big news uh, to let you know. Some shocking news. Uh, it's the end of an era as shocking. far as yes, yeah, shocking. It's the end <laughs> oh, of it. I see. Oh uh, yeah, Electric. I didn't even realise I did that. Shocking. Um, it's the end of an era, uh, <laughs> and basically for the tools in the shed. <gasps> Podcast. I'm not going to give any more away. Uh, you have to wait to the very end. You got to find out. It's I'm on the edge of my stool when Muskwatch comes along at the end. <laughs> yeah. So don't that off, I don't have any choice in the matter, but uh, <laughs> I am on the edge of my stool. Now that's it for our feedback section. If you absolutely leave a comment, we'll absolutely read it out, even if it's rude. Um, rude the you know, better. Try and keep the it's naughty words down. Um, Thanks. But we love craft. We love it. Actually, we love hearing from you guys, yeah. and um, yeah, keep it coming. Now uh, we're going to move on to. Some news from Mal regarding the one-star ANCAP rating from Wrangler. You've got a take on this, your own take, right? I do. Well, last week there wasn't a one-star ANCAP rating. Uh, Last week I was talking about how the Wrangler had finally launched in Australia and uh, had only been tested by Euro ANCAP. Um, And I mentioned that uh, Jeep Australia had said that uh, they're going to be uh, adding more safety to the base model Wrangler later this year, and then they're going to have a conversation with ANCAP and hopefully get you know that uh, one-star rating bumped up a couple of notches. Mm-hmm. Subsequent to that, ANCAP has announced this week that they're going to take the Euro ANCAP rating and uh, apply it to all variants of the Wrangler in Australia. Uh, so here we are. It's a one-star ANCAP car now. Um, now, I'm not sure what that means to, uh, to, to Jeep's plans for later this year, but... Um, there you go. And look, you know, um, I pointed out before that, uh, you know, that it's it's pretty challenging to design a car with decent safety that has a folding windscreen and removable doors. Yeah. But when you look at the figures it, uh, that have been applied by ANCAP compared to the new Hi-Ace, it doesn't look particularly good for the Wrangler. <laughs> no, that's true. Now, Crafty, you've, you've done your fair share of uh, off-roading. Do you think uh, Jeep buyers are going to be at all dissuaded by this? Uh, mm. once? I don't think they are. Like I don't think so. No. no, I don't think so. And it's one of those things that, that it's, it's more a hearts than a mind sort of purchase. I think yeah. people place more sort of stock in, you know, what they think of it, uh, you know, the tradition and the and the and you know the the past and the experiences they've had with them and the, and and the sort of, you know, the the regal title that it holds off road. Like people put, place much more stock in that than than ANCAP. Yeah, then. but with this the JL, they've added so much practicality to it, um, yeah. and you know, reeks of an effort to sort of broaden its appeal, mm. practicality, and also things like CarPlay and Android Auto, and it's got AEB. You know, there's all these. This demonstration of uh, yeah, an yeah. and the to, things yeah, look cool. Good. I mean, people love and the I think looks ultimately, of them. Yeah, it looks yeah, great. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an icon. Yeah, um, but I think it will limit its broadening of. Uh, yeah, market. I don't think the net uh, will will be cast as wide. Like I don't mm. think well, it'll be it'll be cast wide, but it won't have as as much of a sort of return in sales with the wider general public. Yep. But I think your yeah, Jeep diehards. I mean, geez, if you go to any show or any Jeep meet, and those those guys are gung ho. And I mean, whether um, I th- I think it'll still collect a few people sort of around the ridges that that drive it in an urban setting, and that's it. Mm. Uh, because once again, the things look cool, and they have that sort of, um, you know, that 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 city sort of um, cred, you know, that street cred. People yeah. like driving around. I, look, I think as well as you said, you go to the shows and you see the modifications, and you see the people who drive them and what they do in their spare time. 
look, their extracurricular activities are probably a lot more dangerous than a one-star <laughs> and cap rating in a Jeep. You know, well, exactly. You handy to have a you know parachute of some you know sort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, I think we'll have the uh, the relative figures uh, applied by ANCAP comparing the Wrangler and the Hi Ace behind us. Um, but just uh, take note that a van is able to eclipse yeah. it. It's been able that's to a, it. that's that's a big deal, isn't it? And yeah. the high ace used to be uh, very yeah. questionable oh, yeah. for safety because yeah. it was fifteen year old design. Yeah, and that's being polite. Mm. Yeah. Here's the new one. You can read all about it on carsguide.com.au. Yeah. Can I ask you a high ace question? Mm. Uh, that big new nose that the high ace has got. Uh, before, it used to have no overhang at all. It used to sort of sit on top of the engine and look straight down. <laughs> Has that nose, is that nose an, and is that a safety thing? Is that how they've managed to get yeah. more stars? Yeah. Just, yep. just more metal in front of is you, that, basically. Is that a you need something to deform ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. aside from air. Yeah. And no, exactly. You know. I wonder how that but, affects visibility, though, like in terms of driving around tight spaces and that type of thing. Oh, and also the, yeah. uh, the load uh, potential for a given yes. wheelbase, definitely. But... Yeah. Like all the European vans have gone sort they of have. engines slightly ahead of the cabin, yeah. so yeah. they're just conforming to convention. So yeah. it's kind of leveling the playing field a bit. Yeah. Um, but it still manages a decent load space, and it's still available in two wheelbases, and the long wheelbase is wider, I think, still like yeah. the old one. A touch, yeah. But uh, yeah, Matt Matt's been a, quite a fan. Drove this week, <coughs> and you can read all about it. At carsguide.com.au. Matt Campbell loves a high ace. Uh, now, he also <laughs> loves, Matt Campbell also loves uh, an off road ute. Now, uh, Crafty, you and Matt Campbell set off uh, uh, last week uh, for a three ute comparison. We did. Um, tell us about that. Now, it's, it's, there's the, 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 the top selling models, the top three selling models. In yeah, the, that's in correct. The so, so not necessarily the top spec. I mean, mm. we had the uh, the Hilux Rugged, mm. uh, the Triton GLS Premium, and the Ford Which Ranger XLT. I think is the XLT. top spec. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but but I'm just saying, not, not necessarily. Yeah, the top sellers are the are the top spec. Mm. Um, we took them. Um, we drove them uh, extensively uh, on road. We set up a, a nice, tasty off road loop. Um, we did some towing. We had a van that I think it tipped the scales at about two thousand eight hundred kegs. So pretty big, enormous. It's big. It's big. So I don't um, putting them to work. So so putting them to test. Yeah, put it, putting them into a, into a sort of real world scenario yeah. where someone might go off roading. They might drive a lot on road with yeah. loads with a couple of mates in. Uh, and towing a van, and also we loaded uh, each of them up with 550 kegs yeah. of lime, lime from a from a rural stock producer. So uh, we yeah we 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 put them to the test with the towing. Uh, I watched the video last night. Um, Did you see how nervous I looked? <laughs> I saw how nervous the Triton looked. <laughs> yes. Was it really that? It was. It was. Um, I wow. mean, not to spoil things, you can yeah. read the full review at carsguide.com.au yeah. and watch the video. And watch yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah, which is great. You'll see my uh, my ordinary looking melon uh, on there you, just a little bit. I don't think what about you your took... face? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, it yeah yeah you see in the video yeah. how much that Triton uh, its its movements are actually dictated by yeah. the van. I mean yeah, that's that's, that's, a, you, that's yeah. a big van, fair enough. But Absolutely. the Triton it it was a it was a bit of an unsettling experience towing with that thing. Um, is the Triton wheelbase still shorter than the rest? Uh, it's definitely uh, shorter than Ranger. Yeah, yeah, mm. by a touch, I think. Um, okay. Yeah. When yeah. like when we got when I got up to that bit in the video where you're saying, look, the the, the where we go is actually dictated um, when, with the Triton. Um, and you towing, can see in the yeah, vision with yeah. the Triton towing yeah. the caravan, where we go is dictated by the van. 
around at the back. Yeah, yeah. which is, I mean, it's not quite as dramatic as that, but <laughs> yeah. but you can see from yeah, the, from the images that um, it does get rocked around yeah. a bit, um, fore and aft, and that sort of thing. But once again, proving there's a lot more to the story than the 3.5 ton tow rating. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, adds, absolutely. As we learned mm-hmm. with the last big Ute test with the X class, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Can't go no. by the numbers. No, that's right. Um, what was interesting was uh, even though the Ford Ranger, uh, as it has been in the past, is a, is a great all-round performer, mm. it's still getting pipped somewhat by Hilux. I mean, Mel would know that the, the you know the Hilux's um, heritage and that sort of thing. Mm. And in terms of sales? Uh, yeah, no, but also its ability. Uh, oh, sorry, its ability off road. Yep. Um, okay. The 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 Ranger is great. Mm. It's a great all rounder. But just in terms of how well and how comfortable it is, and how capable it is mm. off road, it's just pipped by the Hilux. Absolutely. So. How did you find that ten speed in the bi turbo uh, Ranger? Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, yeah. once once we got up past six, seven, eight speeds, I I, yeah. I, th- I thought it's 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 kind of a you know a, yeah. a, a moot point. Yeah. Um, but you can see where it comes comes into uh, its real value, um, especially with towing. Yep. Uh, it's it's always it's it's a very clever transmission. Yep. It, it yep. always keeps you in the right spot. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Hilux is sort of high revving, hard working, yep. and the Triton even more so, so. Yeah. 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 That's right. So. Um, it has its value, maybe not so much in low speed four-wheel driving, yes, but um, yeah. but I can certainly see how it, uh, you know, it's it's a much better unit when you're towing and, and sort of day-to-day driving. Yeah, and round town, it seemed like the Hilux was quite rough or firm. It is. Um, it, it is yeah. pretty firm and they always have been. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that suspension, no matter how they tweak it, it always mm. seems to be on the... Um, on the side of being a bit more, uh, you know, agricultural, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's ready for it's waiting for a load. Yep. We threw that 550 kilograms in, and yep. it, it, it rode and it handled a lot better yeah. than it did without a load. And you know, the other fact is, we get a specific suspension tune for Australia. Oh, absolutely, the whole yeah. much yeah. tougher. You know, we're seen as yeah, you know, the toughest market, so we get a, a really tough suspension tune. Yeah, tougher underbody stuff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, bash um, plates and all that. But having said that, the Ranger was d- designed, developed here, yeah, uh, yeah. and tuned here as well. Hundreds of the thousands so. of kilometres of, of of testing of driving mm. and all. That. Um, but yeah, no, a, a great test, comprehensive. Mm. Uh, I mean, over a number of days. Well, well, about a week. I mean, including on-road driving, suburban, highway driving, that sort of thing yep. as well. So. Yeah, you totally can, covered it all, haven't yeah, you? Everything, pretty much, ins and outs. Yeah, uh, had you go reversing that uh, gigantic <laughs> caravan? <laughs> I'm a journalist, so I don't reverse caravans. Uh, I hop out and, and go for my frappuccino uh, while somebody else. Uh, no, I'm I'm so, I'm so pretty what, ordinary. Reverse the van, did he? <laughs> Uh, I'm shocking. I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah. As a as a tower, uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably a better journalist. So. Are you a tower or a tower? A tower. I'm okay. a tower of Two power, words mate. With yeah. One spelling. Yeah, tower of a man. Yeah. You're a tower of a man. Oh, you know, I try. I try. I'm not a tower of a man. Now. Thank you very much for that. If you want to see uh, the Comparo uh, for yourself with the videos on YouTube and uh, it's also on our carsguide.com.au website along with the full full review there too. Go read it. Go watch it. We may have got bogged. We may have broken something. <laughs> Who knows? You'll have to read it and watch it. You'll have to go. Just have heard of the breaking and the bogging. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mal, have you been breaking anything? Because you've been putting children in a not-so-family car. Um, well, Tell us a bit about that. Yep. Okay. 
Cool. Mm. I finally had the opportunity to put two child seats in a Subaru BRZ on the weekend. Yep. Which, as everyone knows, is essentially the same car as the Toyota 86. Mm. I'm a bit of a fan of that car. Uh, yeah. Even though it's now eight years old, it's still yeah. a pretty special kind of fundamental driver's car. It's not fast, but it doesn't need to be fast. But... Um, you know, it's a bit of an age-old argument whether it's better than the MX-5, but you can't put two baby seats in the back of an MX-5. No, you can't. And it also looks like you can't put them in the back of a BRZ because there's not much room back there. <laughs> but when you've got short parents like me, yeah. uh, it did all right. It works and, all right. Yeah, yeah, and we'll have a photo in the background of my two uh, my two little ones, a two-year-old mm. and one-year-old. Um, nice. Squeezed them right. in. Yeah. So anchor yeah. points there, or is it yep. ice Top tether ice fix, yep. all the rest. Yep. It's a bit of a challenge getting the seats back there in the first place. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and also getting the kids back there once the seats are in there. Yeah. But once they're in, it's not bad. And yeah. how do they like it? Could they see? Because the window's quite small back there. Uh, they're um, too young to really care. Yeah, they're yeah. too young. They don't yeah, mind. Yeah. It doesn't they're matter. They're basically cargo. But uh, an interesting <laughs> point is, and I'd, I'd forgotten that the BRZ still comes with a full-size spare. Which oh, yes. you know, pokes into the boot area mm, somewhat, mm. whereas the 86 scored a uh, space saver three or four months into its uh, life. Um, if we'd had the space saver, we would have been able to fit our pram in the back. Yeah, but right. with the full size, no pram. Yeah. Yep. You know, such is life. There mm. you go. Now, talking of cars in our garage, you've had the mighty, mighty Holden tracks crafted. I have, I have mate. <laughs> the, um, yes, going, climbing out of a, a Hilux and a Triton and a Ranger into, into, a, into a small SUV. <laughs> yep. um, that's what they call it, yeah, yep. the tracks. Um, interesting. Two-wheel drive as well. Two-wheel drive, yeah. Interesting. I, I had heard that it was um, – uh, someone had, had sort of mentioned that they didn't enjoy the experience. Um, I had it for a week or two, um, and I won't spoil things, uh, but you can, you can read the review uh, soon at carsguide.com.au. Uh, I also put my kids in there, but they're a little yep. bit older. Yep. Um, Out of child seats, aren't they? That's correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and my wife, um, and we put a little bit of gear. It's it, it's got quite a Did roomy. You put yourself in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in there. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> not getting in. Just, I'm not getting in. No, I parked it somewhere and just left the minute. <laughs> and we went to the pub. Yeah, yeah, just gone. Just gone. Came back seven days later, and uh, they were still enjoying themselves. So, no, um, and uh, it's. I hope uh, the crafts are watching. Yeah. <laughs> I can. Well, my my my, my mum will be obviously. Should be, be one of those rude comments. She likes. Um, just, just incidentally, mm. she she's asked me to unofficially approach Mel and uh, and, and request that he does more uh, video review uh, pictures in shorts. On your top your of, mother on top of Wranglers. In she some likes the fact that he yeah, yeah. on happy of, to oblige, Mrs. Uh, yeah. Craft. Yeah. Yeah. If you can send those to her personally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if anyone else would like shot, right. shots, shots of Mel, he's selling them. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was signed Very <laughs> nice quads. Very nice quads. Just address I've, your request to lock I've got, bag. I've nah. got some of those in my home gym, so they're, <laughs> well, they're Mal, private Mal's, place. The Mal's, shorts or the photos? <laughs> None of your photos. Well, Mal's got a saying. I mean, the seat of the pants vibe is, is one, of the, <laughs> one of the barometers that is a running, you know, a running gag in this show. But also, that's right. Mal's also known for saying. Skies out, thighs out. He know he says that quite a bit. I didn't realise he was in the village. Just rolls off the well. tongue. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> Skies out, thighs out. Which village person would I have been? Oh, I reckon the builder. The builder. The builder, maybe. Which builder. one would have I been? Yeah. Say, say Native American Indian. Native American Indian. Yes. yes. 
And me? Yeah, you'd be the policeman. Yes. yes. Nice. All right. Okay. I'd like to the... charge a fair few people. Sorry. <laughs> I do accept the cowboy. You're under the cowboy. I'd go for cowboy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, and I have been. <laughs> yeah, Richard. Getting back to you? cars yeah. in our garage, I have been driving the, uh, the Suzuki S Cross. Mm. And it is much better than it looks because it looks terrible. Oh, okay. But it's well, really. That's, that's a bit harsh. It looks a bit orcs. Yeah. Quite orcs. It looks a bit orcs. See, I actually am a big fan of Suzuki's. Uh, Love the little Jimny, love love the Vitara, um, love the Suzuki Swift Sport. They do, and love the styling and the way they feel and drive. Um, but the S Cross, oh, seriously, it's been hit with the ugly stick. <laughs> it's really, really not attractive. <laughs> but even post facelift, really post facelift. Jeez, um, I uh, test drove it. I've been test driving for a week. I put about two hundred k's on the clock. I took it down the uh, national park the other night where I do all my testing, uh, and um, and I really enjoyed it. It's actually it's a bit it, of an unsung hero. It really is. I mean, and I also like the Vitara for the same reason that it's got better dynamics than you would imagine. It feels really well balanced. The steering feels good, and it just feels fun, and it's really engaging. Um, and you can get in cars which are worth you know five times the amount and not feel like you're having as much fun. Mm. Um, I've really character enjoyed it too. They're it really does. Good character. And look, um, as as Crafty and Mal have said, uh, we we you know put our families to the test in these cars as well. You know, I've been dropping my son off at daycare. We've been doing the shopping in it. Um, I love it. Um, we haven't got Terry Berry's thoughts on this one. Terry Berry's been in it. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go Tez. Yeah. Uh, you know Good what? Tezza. Terry um, is a big Suzuki fan. We had three, three <laughs> generations right. of Vitaras, that's right? right? One of them with cat footprint decals. Mm. I got my L's on. Wow. How embarrassing was that? Pretty embarrassing. I was awkward enough as a teenager. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> skies out, thighs out. <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely a skies out, thighs out uh, type of experience. Um <laughs> No, I've I've really really so enjoyed it. Mm. So you've forgiven it for its looks. Yep. But it dry, you know. Absolutely. It dries Look, you well. don't have. I've to, never been in one. You don't have things. to see it from the inside. Um, most of all, you don't have to see its outside from, from the, the inside. Outside, yeah. Its insides are really nice. It's the it's the uh, turbo prestige. So you've got two grades in the S Cross lineup. You got the turbo and the turbo prestige. And the turbo prestige gets things that you don't get on other expensive cars. Actually, like LED headlights. It's got dual zone climate control. It's got leather seats. Stack of um, Does it have wood grain? I no. It's plastic grain. <laughs> plastic grain. Uh, but it's. Wow! Yeah, well, there yeah. There's a texture to Faux it. Wood oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. some of those. I mean, you call something prestigeous. Yeah, yeah. some sort of. Yeah, there is wood yeah. in there. Yeah, there's soft, soft points, and it's it's you know it's 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 not a BMW M5, but it's you know it's pretty. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. How how much is 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 that thing? Uh, okay. need, need, as, as need to double check, but uh, I don't think Mal, you're looking at much more than thirty grand. I think. The, the top spec. Uh, we'll get Ish. back to you, but round, round there. You'll see it popping we'll up it on the screen behind right us. Right over there. That's right. So a lot, so a lot for the money. Like a, a you know, like really a, good like value. Nice to drive. Really, really good value. Um, and nice to drive. Don't overlook it just because it looks terrible. It, it's great to drive. Mm. I'm a big fan in mm. this day and age of cars where you're really involved, mm. even if it's sort of a, a rough and gruff sort yeah. of involvement. You know what I mean? Because it, it feels like everything is taking you sort of one step removed a, from the away. experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, four-wheel drive, it's all buttons and knobs yeah. and whatever and whatever. I still like getting in something with a, with a stubby stick and you've got a you know, you said, manual lock I think for maintaining alertness. Yes, yes. If absolutely. If it keeps you yeah. involved, you're absolutely. alert and yeah. you're not 
going to doze and, off. Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, that sort of brings us back to what we're saying about Jeep Wrangler, um, mm. and you know, and 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 advanced safety kit. Advanced safety kit is great. It's awesome. But when I drive a car that has adaptive cruise, I find myself switching off a tiny little bit because I know it's looking after me. But when I'm driving my 1951 <laughs> Ford, right, I've never been more alert in my life. You know what I mean? Because you've literally got your life in your hands. You are yeah. indeed yeah. the one with uh, it, responsibility. It really <laughs> now, talking. When did you last drive it, Rich? <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to talk about podcast. that. I don't want to talk about that. I'll be driving it soon. You'll see me on the road. It's broken down most likely, but you'll see me out there. Now, talk- and you'll look great. I will look very good just on the side of the road with the bonnet up. Now, talking of uh, not uh, breaking down or under the bonnet is Musquatch. That's right. Now, each week we hear from our famous, famous Twitter genius, leader of the boring company, SpaceX and Tesla. Uh, Of course, this week he's been on the tweets. Um, Richard's describing his dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Self-sourcing. Self-sourcing pudding. Self-sourcing pudding. Elon Musk has taken to Twitter again this week to refute the claim uh, in a report that he made more money in 2018 than the next 65 highest-paid CEOs combined. Uh, he's gone on Twitter, and you'll 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 see the the tweet behind us. He's responded. Now he's he's not one for just sitting on his hands and letting things go. Uh, he's replied saying, "I paid most of Tesla bills related. Well, most, most. Paid, sorry, <laughs> paid most of the Tesla related expenses. Tesla last year was actually net negative comp for me. So he's actually saying I lost money last year. And then he goes on to say, because there's there's a whole lot of Tesla rati sort of fan." Mm people out there. Tesla-rati, that is not an Italian sports car. No, it's not. <laughs> if and it's not, yet. it should be. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And and he's replied, because they're going, oh, don't get, don't let them get you down, Elon. You know, we've, we've got your back. And then he's replied. So he's going, set up his own Patreon. Yeah, yeah, fully. <laughs> fully. He's, he's, he's replied saying, yeah, the fear, uncertainty and doubt propaganda being pushed by those betting against Tesla has reached new heights. Like, What? Do you care? Mm. Uh, now, it's, it's the whole fake news thing. People just claiming that's things right. are fake news. That's and, right. And it he still a bit earns like West less than story. The way you're, <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> that's going to break out. When you're song. a jet, you're a jet. Mate. You <laughs> the the most newsworthy element to come out of that story there mm. is that he still earns about two hundred thousand dollars less than Mal. So, <laughs> Hang on, uh, what? Uh, yeah. Do the maths on that one. Yeah, no, do the maths. Um, yeah. In that he made a huge loss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't do the sums. I now, just say stuff. Talking of workplace workplace re- relations. Oh. Uh, Keep your hands to yourself, Richard. Last night, think? well, it's on May 29, uh, which is a couple of nights ago, uh, Elon sent out an email to everybody at, at Tesla. Now, he's known for doing this, sending around company-wide emails. And somebody has leaked the email, and you'll, you'll see it also behind us. Um, and what the, what the email says, it's to everybody, right? Um, and dated May 29, 2019, Elon Musk, it says, While our demand is strong, we have a lot of vehicle deliveries to catch up on in order to have a successful quarter. Starting tomorrow, 
I'll be holding skip-level calls with America, Asia and Europe delivery teams every two days to understand what's needed to accelerate our rate of deliveries. We also need to address the total cost of getting a car from our factory to the customer. Last quarter, he writes, there were many expedite fees and routing inefficiencies that led to higher than expected delivery costs. This makes it much harder for Tesla to break even. And he finishes by saying, per my earlier email, if we execute well, Q2 will be an all-time record for Tesla vehicle deliveries and an awesome victory. And he signs it off with, super excited to make this happen with you. Wow. So what he's talking about is the results for Q1 were like 41% lower than the Q4 results from 2018. Mm. So he's, he's, he's very nervous. So he's trying to give this pep talk. Mal, as as a boss, is this the way to do it? Like, how I don't he... think so. No. <laughs> I'm not running a business here, but uh, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also smell that this might mean, oh, these diesel trucks we're using to transport vehicles <laughs> that are costing us so much money. Yeah. We'll just drive them to the customer. Yeah. yeah. Using the supercharger now. Yeah. That's right. Or maybe have a dealership. So mm. then customers drive Somewhere them to take it. away. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crashing. No, that's thinking out of the box. I mean, for Elon Musk, that would yeah. be thinking out of the box. But Are you yeah. shocked? Yes, oh, I am shocked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a bolt of lightning. That's right. Whoa. It's it, it's nothing like the emails I get from Mal. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's a lot more formal. He's um, a lot more formal than that. Yep. A lot more shouty. Affectionate. A lot more of affection. I thought you were going to say, and... you know, with sequins included. <laughs> <laughs> shouty. That formal. Oh. <laughs> With clips from Greece attached or something. That's right. Look, I, I think Elon uh, is panicking here. Obviously, uh, he's he, and I don't think this is the type of you know uh, mid-game pep talk that um, that a coach needs to give. He needs to sort of. Uh, I look, I don't, I, I, I don't have any advice for Elon. I think probably the best advice comes from Hammer Rocks, and that is to step away. And You're suggesting let, we vote one Hammer Rocks to. I think Hammer insert. Rocks should take over Tesla. Like he seems to know. I reckon. I reckon Hammer Rocks might be an industry insider. I've got. <gasps> He's I reckon, great. I've got that feeling. I've got that feeling. Well, he knows his stuff. Knows his stuff. Mm. Anyway, keep the conversation coming. Let Absolutely. us let us know what you think. Now, finally, guys, we've got to the end of Musk Watch, and I've got the news for you. Mm. The, dev- the, dev- no, the devastating, shocking news. Oh, this boy. Is it. This, oh. this is My it. My palms are sweating. Okay. They're just generally so sweating. But... James up to speed. Yeah. Oh, we are filming it. <laughs> Last week, the Bloomberg Tracker, mm-hmm. which monitors how many Model 3s are being produced, mm-hmm. had production at 6,046. This week, we don't know. Oh, really? It's down. It's broken. They've dismantled it. They've taken it away. It's like a news poll. Yeah. It's like the day after the election. At the yeah. Room. Yeah. It's gone. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bloomberg Model 3 tracker is dead. And the creators have dismantled it. They've taken it down and they've left a note where it used to be on really? the Bloomberg news website. So what's Basically, like 404 redirect? No, no. <laughs> Not fair. It's mission, mission accomplished. So the idea was the, the tracker was set up in 2018 in February when Elon Musk said we're going to hit 5,000 mm-hmm. um, cars a week, Model 3s a week. So there was because Tesla don't report 
publicly um, their weekly sales or monthly sales, the only way they could do it was by Bloomberg, this this, this news organisation, by going into government archives, finding out what VINs had been registered, mm. and then going to Tesla buyers and double-checking with them. So they were coming up with a number of... So they invested a lot of resources. Really? They, the guys at Bloomberg and... Um, Tom Randall and Dean Halford, uh, like, thank you guys. You've supplied us with a, with a lot of material. <laughs> Damn each straight. Week. Uh, but they've done done the hard yards. Um, they've left a note saying the, the work is done. Um, for now, consistently, uh, the Model 3 is coming at over 6,000. So there's no need now for, for a Model 3 tracker anymore. Mm. Um, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Don't know. So this is, you can actually go to the Bloomberg website <laughs> Let's yourself. Let's just email some more. <laughs> And, and, and read this. But this is, I'll just read you a little bit of, of what's on the website. In, and I'm in sure space. we'll have it behind us. You should have seen yeah. me, you It'll should have seen up. my face last night. <laughs> We're like, and now I've got to get the Bloomberg track. And I've gone, oh no. There's just a message there. And the message says, and this is from Tom Randall and Dean Halford First, we monitored factory output. Now we're taking a broader look at Elon Musk's make-or-break electric car. And, and they've written, The release of Tesla Inc.'s most important electric car, the Model 3, raised an existential question for the company. Could it figure out how to crank up production before the money ran out? To find the answer, Bloomberg built a data tracking tool that proved uncannily accurate at estimating output during the critical first year. This is the story of how we did it and why we're stopping and what we're doing next. I'll, I'll just read you a tiny little bit more. The Model 3 tracker launched in February 2018 after Tesla created something no other car maker could claim, an electric car that hundreds of thousands of people could line up to buy. The only problem, at least in the beginning, was that Tesla couldn't produce enough of them. <laughs> Elon Musk bet the company on mass production and very much nearly blew it. And they go like on many to, others before him. Absolutely. So basically, what Bloomberg is saying is he's succeeded. He's made it past that point of sort of like, you know... And consistently. I can hear and, the... And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So read on about what they're going to find next. Richard Gear walks in wearing white. <laughs> pick someone up. Pick Elon Musk up. Way to go, couch. Elon. Way That's to right. go. So read on, uh, read on at the Bloomberg website to find out what their next thing... Because the story doesn't end there. They're going to be staying in contact with Tesla Model 3 buyers because they can now... De- dig deeper as to sales and how things are progressing. Uh, but that's it for the Model 3 tracker. And that is it for our Tools in the Shed podcast. This week. This week. Oh, we're not. We're not. Yeah, yeah we'll be back. On that low note. We'll yeah. be back. <laughs> James Cleary will be back next week. So I would like to thank Mal. Thank you, Mal. Thank you, Richard. And Crafty. Thank you very much. Thank Going you, in. Richard. And thank Mr. you, Mal. Mr. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you. Oh, and thank you, Mr. Pritchard. Ah. And congratulations, Mr. Pritchard, on finding a home. You're no longer sleeping at work under nice. his desk. Excellent. Uh, using the showers it's here. Good. It's very good. Some more tea bags for me. Oh, Excuse sure. me. Right, he made a great footrest. <laughs> this is only water. That's right. You can <laughs> a great footrest. Sleeping can... under the desk. <laughs> all right, guys. We're almost there. You can join the conversation for searching for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram and using the using the CG podcast hashtag uh, or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. You can listen to and watch us on YouTube, so jump into the comments with our regulars and, and be heard. Now, if you're enjoying the Tools in the Shed podcast, let other people know. Uh, our views are going up on YouTube and Wushka and wherever else it's, uh, it's found. Uh, and, and don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. Um, it helps other people find, it if, find us if you do that. Now, uh, JC normally ends this thing with a dead joke. Um, and um, but you're a dad. Richard. I'm a dad. We're all dads, and <laughs> we you know, are all dads. We, we are, are all dads. We We're the dad club. How did that now, happen? I don't. <laughs> well, 
I'm, well, <laughs> don't say a word. It's true. So I've got a dad joke to, to, oh, good. to, to, oh, good. to end us on. I was on. worried you okay. wouldn't. Yeah, I thought right you were now. throwing it over no, to no. us. I was oh, going to say, no, okay. don't have any. Okay, here goes. Two fish in a tank. One looks at the other one and goes, do you know how to drive this? Thank you. <laughs> oh, not a fish tank. Not a fish tank. <laughs> I know.